Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting, noon through one, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Well, we can say every Sunday afternoon, back now in full swing, um, or um, Roots or Reggae or um, Western Swing, for 2023. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people listening And we acknowledge that all the lands on this big island and most, if not all, of the surrounding smaller ones are stolen and have never been um, truly ceded. And that reconciliation is very much an ongoing process. I'm Sally Goldner. I use the pronoun she, her, and welcome to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender, genre, or lands. And um, I use the pronoun she, her. And welcome to listeners of all genders, including, but not limited, to ladies and gentlemen. I've had too much coffee this morning because I did have to get up early. I've just flown in from Ghana lands on a big bird, um, a big silver one, uh, having been to the Better Together conference. I'm going to talk a lot about that. There's lots of summer news to catch up on, um, queer news and things what are coming up um, that we can also talk about as well. And, of course, the critical news, and I'm still just waiting to get actual confirmation on um, one of the headlines, um, is apparently, um, according to the um, Sunday Times in Perth, the critical news of great relevance to this show is that Perth has put in a bid to host WrestleMania. I got it out of the way within six minutes. Anyway, there's the wrestling reference. Um, a huge picture. Um, it's looking like the Hulkster brother on the front page. Uh, Rhea Ripley, the Australian hero, Logan Paul. Um, West Australia gets in the ring to host Sporting Spectacular. Anyway, that's nothing to do with Out of the Pan. That's just my weird proclivities. Um, if you want to contact the show, you can do so on Out of the Pan 855 at gmail.com. SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So. And that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook, um, my page, Sally Goldner, and Out of the Pan, 3CR 855A Melbourne. Remember, any opinions I express on the show are strictly my own, including who will, um, should, um, win the, um, um, the events happening at Elimination Chamber, which I think is just getting underway about now. Um, if you want a snail mail in, PO Box 1277, Collingwood 3066. Uh, might be something triggering on to the show today. Um, possible mentions of discrimination within rainbow communities, aka lateral hostility. Uh, one possible example: one eight hundred one eight four five two seven to call switchboard or rainbow door one eight hundred seven two nine three six seven SMS zero four eight zero o one seven two four six for rainbow door, as distinct from this program. And late on last week's show, which is one of the many exciting things that's been going on, um, it's all, in the words of Bill Laurie, it's all happening um, here in the queer world. Um, Xavier um, um, sent in a couple of messages just as um, the show, I think, was um, finishing up last week um, and said, Happy Midsummer. Thanks to our outs for our outside broadcast. Thank you um, for the Albanese spell. I'll come back to that in a second. Yes, there's some political news. And, um, yeah, good to hear from you, Xavier. Hope your 2023 and everyone's 2023 is underway for a good start. There's lots to catch up on since the last um, live program of last year. It was great to be at the street party, but just need to feel, need to just sort of, you know, sort of clear the, the intray, so to speak. Um, so, yeah, the street party last week, um, what a great vibe. And, you know, it's just so awesome um, to have um, be out there with everyone and have all of our 3CR queer-specific or queer-focused shows doing shows. Um, my um, longtime friend and colleague, James, doing a special show at 1 o'clock. The relatively new um, team, but they're settling in very, very fast and great to have them. PX Farnu, um, who are usually on Saturday afternoons, had a bonus show on Sunday at 2 and then Queering Air, who are, of course, back today at 3 p.m. They're as well in their usual 3 p.m. time slot. And we have a new 
a new world heavyweight champion. No, a new champion to add to this. It's like um, you've got the Universal Champion, the WWE, the Intercontinental, the US, and uh, now we have another championship belt, and that is Val's Cafe broadcasting for half an hour every Monday on 3CR as well. So, yeah, it was a great vibe there, um, Xavier, and i um, glad we could be with you. And I've just got to say, personally, I don't we, it's one of the things about community radio, you don't get to um, do stuff with your, your um, crew so much and you pass like ships in the night so to pull that together was really good and thanks to the 3cr we'll say behind the scenes team and um of course um thanks to the crew from out of the blue for diving deep for the marine news as they always do from eleven thirty till noon every sunday afternoon um prior to out of the pan um so um covering all things marine and shark and ray and all sorts and it was a great vibe at the street party i think it's you know it was only this it's only been the second one in this iteration i believe and i do vaguely remember somewhere in my dusty brain cells that in there were a couple in the northern suburbs on brunswick street in 1996 i do remember being at one and then there were a couple down commercial road but then it sort of disappeared um pride march became the thing and it's great, but um, it's nice to have, you know, there is, of course, a long history of queerdom in the inner north. And I think that um, what started off as a one-off um, last year with the delayed celebration of 40 years of decriminalisation of homosexuality, um, I think that I think this is locked in. I thought it's, you know, any time you do an event for the first time, you always take away learnings. I think the layout was much better this year um, in terms of how that happened, um, just seemed more... Um, better spaced out, um, so to speak, and good range of stalls, a good good vibe. I just think we've got something. We um, the queers pulled on the the weather for the big three outdoor queer events in Melbourne slash Nam um, this midsummer. Um, all great, um, both there and at Pride and at um, Carnival. So lots happening. Um, really, really awesome stuff and um, wonderful to um, be part of it and. Um, yeah, um, I look forward to doing more. Um, I think we need to get our queer team together for, for um, Xavier and all our great um, listeners more often. I th- um, it was just a very uplifting moment personally, and I hope um, very much for everyone um, who listened. And you can listen to it. It's on our the is on our website. Um, there's a full podcast. There's the usual out of the pan section that I've podcast, but um, there it is. It's I'm on the front page still. Um, um, or actually you will be able to find it um, in terms on our website there is a full um, uh, sort of link of the full four hours so make sure if you want to listen again or um, you know missed it the first time away you go Um, so really really awesome that that happened Um, yeah and lots going on and yep um, just so much diversity out there um so yeah, um that's been one of the events um during midsummer and I do, I do acknowledging I do want to acknowledge that of course for some people it's still difficult to be out and about there are concerns about covid and being immunocompromised we don't want to forget anyone or think that it's all back to normal but it certainly feels somewhere in the 85 to 90% bracket um jokes aside I had had the great good fortune of being at two wrestling events on the Saturday night before Pride March and one then on the Saturday night before um, the street party and packed out, um, not just because on the second one, Buddy Matthews, um, um, world-renowned Australian wrestler, was on the card, but it just seems like Melbourne is coming back to life after, you know, the you know very, very difficult and isolating against our will. Well, when I say against our will, not that, you know, we had to do some things, but, um, you know, sort of... Um, in a way that we wouldn't have preferred or chosen um, is a better way to put that, sorry. Um, it does feel like Melbourne's back. I went to a few music gigs over the summer, um, which I'll, uh, one of which, um, um, farewell to, a farewell tour for the magical Sunny Boys, um, as opposed to the Razzes, the Glugs and the Daddy Cools. Um, they weren't the support acts. Um, and that was great. Also one that f- came out of... Um, one of shows from late last year on the 11th of December, I interviewed trans man Jules and went to his launch gig. And there were two great support bands, one of whom was Queenie. And I went to one of her gigs to launch her second single. And she'll be on the show um, in a few weeks. So it's just, it brings back all this connection to have it there. And it's been really, really good. 
have a chat about um, Pride March, um, Carnival. Um, on There's a couple of things that we do have to tackle on the political front, or a few, Albanese, World Pride, and, and a sadder thing um, from the point of view of Melbourne community. But in the meantime, um, we're also going to chat about Better Together, which was over, as I said, on Ghana lands now called Adelaide. And by goodness, here's a song by Paul Kelly. I wonder what it's called. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. would you hear about progressive economics well you can definitely hear about it on 3cr radio, radio mmt between 5 30 and 6 30 p.m the second and fourth friday of each month radio, radio mmt, MMT.
3CR is Radical Radio, and that means more than just alternative current affairs and political coverage. We're Radical because we're an independent media outlet, owned and operated by the community. We're Radical because we give communities the control of their own shows, with their own music, in their own languages. We're Radical because we provide a media platform for communities to build their own power to create social change. Become a subscriber and support Radical Radio. Call us on 03 9419 8377 or subscribe online at 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. My name is Todd Fernando. I'm the Victorian Commissioner for LGBTIQ plus communities and you're listening to 3CR. That is indeed us, 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And lots of programs constantly joining the 3CR um, team. Um, You just heard um, one of them there, Radio MMT. And that's um, lots of reasons to keep supporting 3CR and um, being a subscriber it's a great way to support the station, just a little bit of a chip in if you can afford it, and um, every bit makes a difference. 3CR does not do um, commercial um, sort of advertising. We're very careful on who is allowed to sponsor the station. That's part of our um, values and philosophies and all the things. Um, and, um, yeah, so really, really important um, that um, if you can, please support us and tell your friends. Well, Tell people you don't like if you've got those sort of people. Um, I don't care if they subscribe. Um, you know, hack, no, don't hack Rupert's Murdoch's bank account. Um, I didn't say um, 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 that at all. What I was going to say is, um, yeah, Todd Fernando was at um, Better Together. Talk about that in a second, but I'll be sort of relatively chronological and just cover the two other, you know, sort of the, as I said, it now feels like there's the big three events, and we'll get to, it's a bit like, well, if we have one more in during January, February, we'll get to the big four, a bit like the big four pay-per-views of World Wrestling Entertainment. I didn't say that. Um, anyway, we've always had um, um, two big events as part, or pretty much always as part of um, the Midsummer Pride season, and one is, of course, um, Midsummer Carnival, the other is Pride March. And Carnival was pretty much um, back to full strength of, say, about 2020 after nothing happening in 2021. And um, in 2022, um, um, you know, 12 months or so ago was unfortunately an Omicron wave and things were down. It just seemed like it was at about 50 to 60 percent of capacity. But again, beautiful weather. Put queers in charge of the weather, even in Melbourne, and you can achieve anything not too hot um and a very good day pretty packed it really built up to sort of packed levels um i got i do the early shift get there at 10 and then go home at four and have a lie down or something like that um um, and a glass of warm milk or something but um it was really really busy now some people have said that there's a lot more corporate and commercial stores well that is true but um, there's also, I think, a lot more community stalls. There was a great warm atmosphere, very inclusive um, as well. And, um, you know, I think, it, it, you know, there, what, there is space for everyone, you know, um, who wants to be, who's part of our communities and or allies. And then two weeks after that was um, Pride March. And, well, as I think um, people say nowadays, biggest Pride March ever as I think the saying goes, just I, since I, um, you know, my first Pride March was 1998, which I believe was the third ever. I've only missed one since here in Melbourne slash Nam, and by goodness, it was by far the biggest number of groups, pe- um, people marching and people spectating. Now, normally when you you know you, you join the the parade starts at the we'll call it the Fitzroy. Um, the sort of, um, you know, St Kilda Junction in there, Ian Johnson Oval, and from Ian Johnson Oval down to Canterbury Road, normally the spectators are a bit thin on the sidelines. They were pretty chockers. And, of course, after that, um, all the way through to the end at um, the Esplanade, by goodness, good, goodness gracious me, as someone once said, 
chock it out. And, of course, people waving on balconies. Great vibe, people so supportive, giving everyone a big cheer um, of all groups, um, very welcoming of you know particular parts of the community. And I think, it, you know, that was just absolutely awesome and um, really put some things you know, back on gear there. I didn't um, stay too long afterwards at the um, event at the end, but um, certainly seemed to be all happening there as well. Great range of groups. Um, so great to see so many young people in schools, um, you know, because the, once again, the weather was um, just right on cue. Means um, people who perhaps um, may have otherwise not been able to march due to, if it had been too hot, people such as older and disabilities slash similar um, were all able to be there. It was absolutely, um, to quote the name of a band that Ed Cooper, who was first in the Saints, used to have, the yard went on forever. The march went on forever, and that's what we like. So great to see that. I haven't didn't get out to a lot of um, other events during Midsummer for personal reasons. But um, really, really good to see that the big three are back and that there was that feel of community. Um, so very, very excellent. And um, yes, Todd, Todd Fernando, whose little message we heard just a while ago, certainly was, um, well, not in the building. He was on the streets and in the parks and everywhere else, um, as Todd is known to do. So it's really good to see these things happening. It does give that sense of energy. And I think that's something I've missed for the last two or three years. Um, I do feel energy. I know that seems very abstract. That's me. And to get some nice, gentle, but uplifting queer energies, it's it really is the totally um, clean energy equivalent of you know, plugging your vehicle in for a recharge at the night, so to speak. And it's really, really um, enjoyable to, to have. Um, so, yeah, lots happening. Um, prior to the messages, we heard from Paul Kelly and Adelaide um, talk about Better Together in the second half of the show. We opened up with the anthems, Jonah and Pride. And, um, well, I'll play a track next from um, a CD. CD? Yes, I'm an oldie. I'm still doing it. I like these things that I picked up. I'll tell you where I picked it up afterwards. Um, here's uh, Carl Perkins, rock, out, rock and roll and rockabilly out with um, Honey Don't, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Say you will when you won't You tell me you do, baby, when you don't Let me know, honey, how you feel Tell the truth now, is love real? Uh Uh-uh, oh, honey, don't Well, honey, don't Honey, don't Oh, honey, don't Hey, honey, don't Say you will when you won't Uh Uh-uh, honey, don't I like the way that you wear your clothes Everything about you is a doggone sweet You got that sand all over your feet So, uh uh-uh
Rock and roll. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Carl Perkins and a track called Honey Don't, um, which is a famous one, which um, often Ringo Starr used to take the vocals on with the Beatles. And there's a great clip on um, YouTube of Ringo um, doing lead vocals on that um, from 1985. It's from an album called Country Chart Busters, um, which is one of five different CDs, um, one of which was a double um, pack and one was a triple pack uh, that I purchased on the last night of activity at the hair hole. Uh, I almost feel like saying sad content note sadness here. Um, you know, there's so many good times. There's so much of our community's grassroots history is there, so much of our diversity, and particularly as a trans, bi, and person who's, I'll just say, is open to multiple ethical relationships. I don't really know what my label is in that area. Let's just say queer. Um and I feel we've lost a big grassroots setting. It's great that there's more, you know, sort of local councils and other premises we can go now, but this was our little space. Um, people say, what about the Pride Centre? I I think it is fair to say the opinion that I've heard many people say they feel it's very corporate down there. It doesn't have a diversity feel. It doesn't have the warmth. And I will say that I feel that way too, and we have a right to express opinions. You know, it's about debating things, and I don't know what would fix that. I'm not sure what the answers are, but um, I just feel we've lost that little cosy grassroots sort of place that we needed, um, whether it was to read books or buy books or whatever, or rainbow flags or have a coffee. And people say, well, can't you buy it online? Yeah, but it's about connection. There's so much um theme of today's show is connection the three big three events the sense of connection that happened that we've missed and getting that energy and to quote Dennis Denuto the vibe why is it I've always watched the castle when it's on tv which it was a couple of weeks ago and why is it that I always cry at the end um that's a debate for another time they actually there is and there's actually without even thinking about it totally intuitive something in common it takes us back to times when maybe there was some down-to-earthness and authenticity and honesty and principle. And maybe Hairs and Hyenas does that too. Um, oh, and Hair Hole. I mean, it's great that Hairs and Hyenas is still down there at the Pride Centre, but it does feel, I do have to say, sometimes it feels a bit invisible. You sort of walk in and sort of go down the back and look behind the pillars or something. I don't know. Um, all I can say is to Crusader and team, I wish you all the best. Thank you for so many good times. Thank you for so much community. And it was fitting for me personally that um, I was there on last Sunday night and the last ever show was my dear, dear friend and mentor, Julie Peters, who helped build the trans community so much in Victoria through her authentic leadership um, doing her show Um Julie Peters is mutton, subtitled mutton is the new lamb. Um, Julie with her, you know, just self-deprecating wit, her authenticity, her voice um, to sing a few little bits and pieces here and there. Um, you know, and, well, I have the photo of Crusader, Julie, myself and the, the hair hole team. But I think it will be sorely missed. I wish I had a few billion lying around. I'd buy it out and do something, but it's not to be. Just don't have the the billion, damn it. One of those small obstacles. Um, so anyway, um, as I say, all the best to you, Crusader. You, you were an ally of trans before we had the word. Um, your team has always been safe for diversity and you, in my opinion, always held space for all sorts of things, even if you probably didn't agree with them yourself. And I think that's really important. Um, while we're at it, um, this week, um, or in the last few days, has been the official kickoff for World Pride, an issue that's, um, been debated, um, you know, sort of very hugely, both in mainstream and in our own communities. And I, just before I came onto the show, um, through, via the means of social media, found this article by longtime community contributor Daniel Readers. Um, on the Bad Blood um, um, blog, um, bad blog, badblood.blog. Try saying that three times quickly with a mouthful of Kraft Blue Pack cheese. 
Um, not feeling pride. Sydney World Pride 2023 begins this weekend and I'm not feeling it. Um, you know, and you've got to be, um, um, Daniel says you've got to be upbeat. Um, it's shiny. And um, judging from the corporate ad campaigns, feature-length article um, promoting first-person narrative campaigns. Um, and um, Daniel says, I'm not feeling it. Um, there was an article in the Nine Papers by Daniel Woolnow, Woolnow, a gay man who's the style editor at Fairfax, which tried to touch on it, saying that the pride, well, pride lacked range, and I would agree with some of that. Um, you know, sort of, um, it does seem a very limited range of promotion. And some people say, oh, will that get everyone else in? No, it won't. What it does is if you don't see yourself represented, you feel isolated and disconnected. Why? This is not my community. And I'll come to the positive flip side of that before we get to the end of the show. Um, and, um, and Daniel says here, quote, his words, I describe queer as co- a coalition or politics among sex, in, among sex and gender undesirables, born of the recognition that we're all getting f dot dot would by the right. It's not an essentialized identity, but a practice of community across differences in sexuality, gender identity, identity disability, embodiment, sex work, drug use, etc., my problem with Pride is the way it strips out all the politics we are fighting as queers in to bring into public conversation. It papers over them with its faith in the discourse and legal process of human rights and its confident expectation that social acceptance of sex and gender diversity is inevitable in the end. It is a liberal centrism in a nutshell and it frowns on the queer critique of the right. Pride turned up after the really ugly battles had been won and declared itself the victor, thanking liberal centrists and respectability politics. Um, you know... Um, and then Daniel goes on to say, and this is where I have to say subjectively I agree with this, I fear an opportunity is missed. I wish for something like the two-day queer thinking festival that Maeve Marsden and Nikki Stevens organised in 2018 and 19. Not a conference with a 10-minute slot for every visiting LGBT luminary working in the human UN human rights system, rather a celebration of queer critique that provokes its participants to consider how we can live in protest in community with each other, celebrating our differences in effective opposition to the right. And then says, second, and Daniel, as far as I know, is, identifies as cisgender, Second, this would have to be part of such event. We need to be talking about how we protect trans communities from attack. It feels bizarre to me to be celebrating Pride, which sees progress on LGBT rights as inevitable at a time when events in Australia, the US and UK tell us every single thing that can be achieved can be undone in a matter of years. And simply because our putative liberal allies, the Guardian and the New York Times, can't get their head around the idea that trans people are just trying to live their lives. Yep, you got it. Um, I'll put a link to this blog um, post um, from Daniel into the podcast. Um when it goes up, I think this is just what we need to say. And look, I can't feel World Pride either. I've said this before, I will say it again. Mardi Gras is the parent of World Pride. Mardi Gras has an abysmal history of biphobic vilification content note biphobia that said that if you put bi on your membership form for Mardi Gras in the early days, you were called before a panel and asked, were you going to sabotage Mardi Gras? And yet, you know, you know, as a rainbow community as a whole, we ask for apologies from parliaments for past convictions. We ask for apologies from police forces for brutality. And over the last few weeks, the Queensland Force has done that. We got an apology from the Victorian Police Force for the Tasty Nightclub raid in 2014. Yet we can't apologise to each other. We cannot get Mardi Gras to say, bye people, we treated you appallingly. Well, Mardi Gras, this will be at your own peril because, frankly, um, you know, bi is the biggest, um, bi plus, regardless of particular labels, is the biggest sexuality under the rainbow. It's only going to get bigger. You will lose your market. If you can't even see that logic, where are you at? Um, so, um, you know, um, that's the bottom line. And that Sal Gold said so. And I just feel that this is really, really disappointing um, that, um, you know, Mardi Gras cannot do this. And I can't go there until that happens, and I won't go to World Pride. What everyone does is their choice. You know, we can agree to disagree, but I have a right to express my feelings, and I just cannot see how, um, you know, this this can keep going on. And, um, you know, I welcome everyone's thoughts on this, if they're expressed nicely. Um, but we have, you know, we just do not seem to be holding space well enough um, in how we do these sorts of things. So there's my um, soapbox for the day. Um, 
you know, wouldn't it be a nice dream if we could find balance and all that sort of thing? Um, well, let's, um, although not a queer song, this song kind of says it. Um, it sort of looks about contrast and can we find a place for both. Here's Graham Connors and the great Australian dream. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. I'd never seen before The kind of vision splendid Banjo saw With a fresh roll in my camera And an eye for things you need I left my mobile phone at home And went out back for a week I stood beneath the tree of knowledge Let my imagination Run way back to the great shearer's stride of 91. As it quietly contemplated all that tragic history, a tour bus full of kids from the city pulled up in front of me.
North Preston Life Saving Club is a new creative space, gallery and studios run for and by queer artists with disability. They're currently taking applications for studios and membership with priority given to disabled, queer and BIPOC communities. They'll be running workshops, holding community events and showcasing works by local and interstate artists. The North Preston Life Saving Club crew are seeking assistance in getting up and running and they need your help to get three-phase power to run equipment, including a kiln. To find out more and to show your support for independent creatives, please visit their Facebook page, North Preston Life Saving Club. North Preston Life Saving Club is a 3CR supporter. It's all about a voice in our own country. We've got a reason to be screaming out, where's our voice in this country? You know, not that I want to be a part of the Constitution for that, you know. That's why 3CR is so important to, to me and this community here. We've got a voice, but it's not, you know, we're entitled to a bigger voice than what we've got. But it's all about having a voice. Subscribe to 3CR, fiercely independent and community controlled. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03 9419 8377. 3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au. 3CR on demand, lots of ways to listen. Hope you're enjoying listening to Out of the Pan with me, Sally Goldner on 3CR. And we brought, I broadcast um, between noon and one every Sunday afternoon. Um, coming up soon, Freedom of Species are between one and two. And today, Carolyn and Nick will be talking about Moby's new documentary, Punk Rock Vegan Movie. Now, there's some holding space for all sorts of things. See, diversity, intersectionality um, in its way. Um, lots of th- um, multifaceted things, sort of like... Um, um, Graham Connor said, the great Australian dream, figure there's an answer somewhere in between. See, you just got to get rid of binary thinking. That's the thing here. So, yep, um, good um, to see the Freedom of Species crew. First time I've seen them for the year. Um, they'll, you'll be hearing their voices live um, very, very soon if you're listening live to the show in less than 13 minutes. At 2 o'clock, Daz will be um, looking after rotations today. He's lining up the tunes um, and just um, fine-tuning, so to speak, as we speak, and querying there with Jacob and team at 3. So lots of reasons to keep your ears um um, tuned to 3CR by all the, the means of technology. One more political thing. Um, of course, um, it's been announced in the last couple of week or so that Anthony Albanese, Prime Minister, will be the first sitting Prime Minister to march in Mardi Gras. Um, and um, whereas in the past, there you say, other Prime Ministers who might have had the opportunity elbowed it aside. <laughs> Anyway, um, what does this mean? Look, it's a welcome step. There's no question there that that's a good positive sign. And from the symbolic point of view, um, you know, and that sort of thing. Um, So um, that's very, very welcome. And then policy. At a national level, we still, to my knowledge, have heard nothing specific and proactive one, only one thing on policy in now nearly nine months since Labor was elected, and that was uh, the Social Security Minister talking about LGBTIQA plus family violence, which is something we need to talk about and make sure that services are inclusive and don't have heteronormative, cisnormative assumptions. But there's been a few reactive things, thanks to advocacy by people, Um when the industrial relations law was um, updated last year on lots of things, it finally was updated to include gender identity and the current definition of intersex status. And there was a commitment given to update intersex status um, to variation of sex characteristics in both industrial relations and the Federal um, Sex Discrimination Act. But it's not really a comprehensive strategy or policy. It also should be noted there is no LGBTIQA plus employee at the Australian Human Rights Commission, no funding for such a position, and there's no commissioner. Um, it's, it's pretty thin on the ground. And so 
I'm a great believer, balance again, uh, two words for today, connectedness and balance. Um, symbolism is great. You need to communicate. I'm a great believer, and this is something I would say in diversity education. You've got to do the work to be diverse and then communicate you're doing it. But one without the other isn't going to work. It's the old, oh, we've put a rainbow sticker on the door. See, we're inclusive. Uh-uh, no. Well, marching in Mardi Gras elbow is simply not enough. And it highlights some of the issues that I think exist, in my opinion, with a very sort of top-of-town approach from Sydney, which um, is not about Sydney. It's about how that city, as the particular city it is, is um, not keeping up with current um, issues. Um, I know last year that a certain large Sydney-based organisation Um, advertised a conference and said we want to talk about I almost feel content note on this the original advertising said emerging issues like bi non-binary and Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander and queer emerging goodness me our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people queer straight or otherwise have been here for tens of thousands of years so um, as one cynic said emerging pink dollars perhaps so yeah we've got that issue But I will say without, um, we can hold space for everything because I have, um, as I said at the start of the show, flown in this morning from Better Together, which does try very hard to live up to its name and I think did a pretty good job this time. Um, Two days of conferencing, a great start with a, well, a small long walk from the other side of the Adelaide River um, with a smoking ceremony and welcome to country and then walking across to the Adelaide Convention Centre. An amazing opening plenary, just lots of five-minute speeches. How many times do you go to conferences and you've got some windbag, which I think I've been a windbag at times, um, at one of these um, conferences going for 45 minutes. Well, this was just pop, 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 um, five-minute speech after five-minute speech from a range of people, and it was great to see the first Um, One was given to a person from the ACE communities, and I want to give huge congratulations. There is now an ACE collective, um, which is bringing together state and territory bodies um, to do with the A, and that's wonderful news um, to see that happening. And so, you know, the visibility for ACE is needed. I did get along to one um, forum, um, which um, highlighted some research on what ACE people are experiencing in medical systems and the denialism, lack of ACE awareness, um, you know, but also some good stories as well. Uh, many, many people spoke, um, Todd Fernando, um, Rodney Croom, Ro Allen, previous commish, one of the few people who only had to change half their business card when they changed jobs. Um, but I think speech of the day, and I'll put, again, I'll put a link to this one in as well, went to Jack Tomlins and um, how we engage with people which is this is where I like Daniel Reader's article that I just quoted. It's all very well. We, I think we've got a fair idea in rainbow communities at least now of, of the wish list, even if people don't understand it, and lots of allies have too. That's the what, but it's the how. Interestingly, um, a week ago I got given a small book on leadership which talks about how we sometimes get external, externally focused on results, and in a business that could be achieving a sales target but his leadership about um, internally how we operate, what our values are. And, yeah, um, I think that um, we need to do more of that. Yours truly gave a talk on daily respect within rainbow communities, um, which seemed to flow in a way from um, Jack Tomlin's talk. Um, I will hopefully get Jack Tomlin's on out of the pan at some point to talk about her um, work, and I'll see if I can get... Um, I'll have an I have an audio of my um, um, thing of me do dad uh, my talk. Lots of other great talks. Um, Alastair Laurie on a similar theme, homo truths about advocacy and concerns that um, you know we're not engaging enough people in the right ways and to to do the work. Um, what else did I see? One wonderful session which was about. Um, Now, the exact title was Hidden Conditions. I'll use the word hidden aspects of ourselves, hidden intersectionalities. So this could include mental health, um, neurodivergence, chronic illness, um, to name but a few. And this is something that I think, I don't know, I personally felt the most affirmed in those areas of my life. I have three hidden disabilities. I have experienced cyclothymia, got it reasonably well managed, but it's always there. 
um, being a form of um, depression that's or mental health situation that's similar to bipolar one and two. Um, um, I have one leg slightly shorter than the other. I have one eye weaker than the other. They are hidden disabilities. People might not think about them. Recently, when I had to get a health assessment, someone said, oh, do you walk a lot? Well, I just said, well, I swim. Why don't you walk? And do I feel like I have to explain the whole thing, that I have one leg slightly shorter than the other? Um, it's not as mentally relaxing, blah, blah, blah. But it's a hidden, in a sense, disability. Um, does it affect my life a lot? It has. It's affecting it less because, again, I've learned to manage it, but people didn't listen. Um, so it was a very affirming session. On the fun side, the always inimitable Frock Hudson was there performing, and yours truly probably sang too loud from the audience um, in line with Frock. Um, I can feel a duet coming on. Um, and But most of all, um, ABBA, the, um, the museum, the choir, um, a, a group of people from the ABBA Museum in Sweden doing performances of ABBA songs, can you not like ABBA? I don't. I don't really think it's possible um, to not like them. And so many great performances. And Jason Twizen McSheen, who grew up ABBA, he says that ABBA sort of saved him in the end um, when he was struggling to come out as a ch- um, earlier in life. And so to see him get a sort of ABBA vest and sing with the choir at the end was quite moving. And you should have seen the smile on his face. I will get some photos onto my personal Facebook page in the next few days of the whole shebang. And on a radio note, just to finish off, I got to spend some time with, well, my radio mentor, a lovely man by the name of John Jennings, who's retired over to Adelaide to the Clare Valley, which is one of the unsung or hidden hidden secrets of this big island. Absolutely beautiful. And if you're into it, a few beautiful beverages as well. I think I could become the unofficial ambassador on that front. Lots of things to talk about. So a great conference. I felt it was inclusive from my point of view of my particular in- intersectionalities. I think I um, noticed lots of other inclusivity, but of course not for me to comment on things that are not mine and very well organised. And this is how you do community and um, the next Better Together um, will be in June 2024 in Geelong here in Melbourne on um, um, in there. We don't have exact dates yet. Why? And I'm still chuckling at this because we've got to wait for the AFL football draw to come out until we can decide which weekend our conference is on. There's just something that's tickling my funny bone about that. But um, start um, getting your thinking caps on about what you'd like to do um, if you're here in Nam and surrounding lands. I'd better get out of here and make way for Freedom of Species once again. Moby's new documentary, um, Punk Rock Vegan Movie, is the topic of discussion for today for Freedom of Species. We'll take it out today with another CD that I picked up um, at the end of Hairs and Hyenas, along with the country classics one. It's a Bob Down, huge hits. And here's Bob singing another camp classic, I Will Survive. Keep surviving till next week when my guest is Grace Lee. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch her next week. At first I was afraid, I was petrified Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong I grew strong, and I learned how to get along And so you're back from outer space I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face I should have changed that stupid luck I should have made you leave your key If I'd have known for just one second You'd be back to bother me Go on now, go Walk out the door Now just turn around now Because you're not welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to hurt me with goodbye? Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd Still in love with you And so you felt like dropping
to be free. Now I'm saving all my loving for someone who's loving me. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. I'm just turn around now. It is you not welcome anymore. Weren't you the one who tried to hurt me with goodbye? Did you think I'd crumble? 